Howdy there. I'm Matt McKinley with the Burning Daylight Podcast. If you ever wanted to make a podcast, well, Spotify's got a platform that makes that lets you make one super easily. And then you can distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for, for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from the phone or computer. Uh, so no matter what uh, your setup is like, you can uh, start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And uh, if you like my show, Fence Post Politics with my buddy Aaron, that's the place to watch it because it's all video all the time. And we uh, like we share videos, we comment on videos, we share news articles and uh, and funny memes. So um, it's pretty cool. Um, and also, if you want to take your conversations to uh, with your fans to the next level, uh, your question and answer answer and polls are the best way to get them talking you can attach that to your your podcast there and, and you get your you get you know valuable interactions with your fan your fans and uh <clears throat> with spotify for podcasters you can earn money in a variety of ways including ads and podcast subscriptions and best of all it's totally free with no catch and that's uh that that is true um, <laughs> supposed to do a testimonial here, um, but anyways, this is the the podcast I use or the podcast uh host that I use. I like Spotify. They're uh they're very good on just letting you do your thing, uh with uh with no catch to it. Uh, there's a good reason why Joe Rogan hosts podcast on Spotify and, and this is uh this is a great way to get started if you if you've ever thought about starting a podcast this is where I would send anybody to go um <clears throat> best thing you can do is just download the Spotify for podcasters app or you can go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started and yeah if you've ever thought about just doing a podcast or if you're tired of paying a monthly service that uh, doesn't seem to do much for you, Spotify podcasters is your spot. So uh, go to spotify.com slash podcasters or download the app today. Mackenzie Johnston with Cattle News Central, bringing you your April 4th cattle industry headlines. Brought to you by Ag Risk Advisors. They provide risk management programs to livestock producers all across the West. Whether you are concerned about price or weather risk, Ag Risk Advisors, they are here to help. With current day market fluctuations, you and I both know there is nothing more important than locking in a price floor on your cattle. So if you'd like to learn more about an LRP, go ahead and reach out to an advisor today. Also sponsored by American Beef Producer Magazine. They offer in-depth articles on a wide variety of topics within the industry. They feature award-winning photography and so much more within their publication. Their most recent edition, their April edition, is out. That came out this last week. If you'd like to check it out, click on the American Beef Producer link above in the caption. That's going to take you over to their Facebook page where you can check that out. American Beef Producer Magazine, guiding beef producers for over 25 years. And finally, Camel Cattle Company. They are a guest consigner of the 18th annual Buy the Beef Bull Sale hosted by J.A.S. Red Angus. 
This sale is going to be this Tuesday, so April 5th, up in Nipua, Manitoba. They're going to be offering some of the very best Red Angus bulls around. These bulls are the right kind. They're stout. They're hairy. They're good-footed. They are also bred and fed to go out and work. This is a sale you're not going to want to miss. If you want to learn more about Camo Cattle Company or if you want to check out the sale catalog, all you got to do is head on over to camocattle.ca. According to Drovers, this last week, the North American Meat Institute, also known as NAMI, whom we talk about so often, it seems like, reported that the updated version of the Grassley-Fisher mandate bill is now more burdensome and more irrelevant as market-driven prices for cattle producers have steadily risen to seven-year highs. According to Juliana Potts, president and CEO of NAMI, Supply and demand has driven cattle markets back into balance without radical government interference and convoluted mandates called for in the latest draft of the Grassley-Fisher bill. If the bill were to pass, there would be cattle producers who would want to use AMAs, but instead they would be forced to sell on the cash market. And the industry would turn back time to the days of commodity cattle or worse, government-controlled markets, said Potts. AMAs benefit producers and consumers because producers are incentivized and rewarded to invest in the quality of their herd, which results in consistent high-quality beef that consumers demand. If AMAs were to decrease or to be done away with, the costs associated of meeting increased sustainability would be borne by producers, either through higher costs of production or decreased demand for beef. So as we all know, both Farm Bureau and NCBA, they are against government mandates. So they do not approve of this bill. And same with RCAF. They do not approve of this bill. However, they don't approve because they don't feel it has enough teeth. AP News has reported last week, the Bureau of Land Management, also known as the BLM, announced the American Prairie Reserve Group will be able to expand their bison grazing on prairies in north central Montana. The decision will allow American Prairie to increase the size of its bison herd from 813 to about 1,000 head by 2025. This move will require 30 miles of fence to be removed so that the bison will be able to graze freely. Obviously, that fence was in there for, for cattle allotments, but now that they are increasing their bison, their bison herd, those cattle allotments will be done away with. According to Montana Stock Growers Association Executive Vice President Jay Bodner, the BLM failed to listen to the concerns to the concerns of all the all parties and community members with this decision. The American Prairie Group's long-term goal is to piece together a 5,000 square mile area that would include the C.M. Russell National Wildlife Refuge and have thousands of bison and other wildlife on the land. Some ranchers, they have sold land to the group, but there is a strong group of ranchers who, fear, who fiercely oppose the American Prairie's efforts. Critics worry that the bison will displace cattle and that their, uh, and that their local agriculture-dependent communities will suffer. According to Montana Attorney General Austin Knudsen, the BLM catered to radicals who want to transform part of Montana into a wildlife viewing area. But according to the BLM, they approved the, approved the proposal in accordance with the law after finding that bison grazing would not have significant negative effects on the land. 
The cattle site has reported that a Quebec consumer protection group has filed a class action against the big four packers. And we know those four packers, Cargill, JBS, National Beef, and Tyson, um, they are alleging that those packers came together and fixed beef prices. A press release from the protection group claims that the Packers have been plotting since at least 2015 to fix the price of beef. According to Statistics Canada, the price of beef has risen 16.8% over the past year in grocery stores up in Canada. KRBN News out of Lexington, Nebraska has reported that according to Iowa Ag officials, Two more outbreaks of highly pathogenic avian influenza, also known as HPAI, in commercial flocks will require the killing of more than 1.5 million hens and turkeys. One of the new outbreaks is at an egg-laying farm in Guthrie County, about 60 miles west of Des Moines. Uh, There will be 1.5 million chickens destroyed at this farm. The second outbreak is a turkey farm in Hamilton County, and that's 65 miles north of Des Moines. 28,000 birds will be killed at that operation. State veterinarian Dr. Jeff Kaysen said that infections are coming from migrating wild birds. So far, the USDA has reported avian influenza outbreaks in 17 states across our nation. Finally, last week, RCAF USA called on Congress to cease consideration of the cattle market price discovery and transparency bill of 2020. That is the compromise bill that we have been talking about for the past week. The group claims the bill was drafted without the consideration of two new uh, two new cattle market studies that suggest Congress needs to do more to reform the fundamentally broken cattle market. The first study, Buyer Power in the Beef Packing Industry, an update on research in progress, focuses on the potential cause for the unprecedented spread between live cattle prices and wholesale beef prices from 2015 to 2019. Research shows that packers are able to use their excessive buyer power in the fed cattle market uh, made possible by the packers' use of AMAs, which are highly prevalent in the fed cattle market, as we all know. Researchers in this study found that 1% increase of the fraction of cattle purchased under AMAs is associated with a 5.9% reduction in the cash market price. They suggest the best way to increase competition among packers is to eliminate AMAs or uh, prohibit multi-plant ownership. The second study, and that is titled Multi-Plant Coordination in the U.S. Beef Packing Industry, focuses on the contribution uh, on the contribution that multi-plant ownership has made to the increased packer spread observed in recent years. Researchers in this study found that before 2005, the largest packers that owned multi-packing plants operated each plant as an independent profit center. But after 2005, this changed and the big packers began coordinating procurement and slaughter activities across their plants. This movement towards multi-plant coordination, along with other factors such as transportation costs and the packers' use of AMAs, led to wider wider packer spreads. According to Bullard, CEO, excuse me, according to Bill Bullard, CEO uh, of RCAF, these studies are quite profound for the cattle industry. He went on to say that they contradict earlier studies that pressured Congress into taking a soft approach to reforming the broken cattle market, which was exemplified in the compromise bill that is currently being considered by Congress. 
that is all I have for you guys this morning. I hope you all had a great weekend. Um, it was pretty nice here, pretty good until Sunday hit and then the winds hit. Looks like it's going to be an awfully windy week here. You guys have yourself a wonderful Monday. I'll catch you later.